We pick up on the top of 31, Lamed Aleph Amud at the top. So, Gufa, Amrav Chista, we were going back uh, into the discussion that we were having before uh, in terms of, um, uh, well, we'll see it right here. Amrav Chista, Rav Chista says, Mordei Rabbi Hanun Yeben Akana, Vagonev, Chalbol Shekhavarov, Achal Shehuchav, that a person who steals someone else's chalev, uh, which is forbidden fat for which you would get carried, uh, and you eat it, uh, you are liable, uh, you're liable to pay him back for it. Why? Even though it's a carried bearing sin, and uh, that we, we learned that when you have a carried bearing sin, according to Remy Nechunia Ben Hakana, that uh, you'd be liable to to pay back for the uh, uh, the the uh, you, you I mean <coughs> you'd be exempt sorry for a carried bearing son uh, uh, and, and and sorry you'd be exempt for paying uh, if it is a carried bearing son that's Rabbi Nachunya ben Akana's view he says however in the case of eating chaylev if you stole the chaylev from someone you would still have to pay him back why uh, and it says because uh, the principle is that they have to be incurred simultaneously and and here uh, you are liable for the uh, stealing of the chaylev first uh, before you ate the uh, the chaylev itself and that would be the issue of uh, carried for the chaylev uh, so now we, we, we're going to drill very much into the case and go into uh, the mechanics of this uh, so maybe we should say that uh, this disputes Rabbi Avin's opinion uh, so now, if Rabbi Avin says as follows, if a person shoots an arrow uh, from the beginning of Fuamot in the Rishut Rabim over Fuamot to the end of Fuamot, so it means at least Fuamot in the Rishut Rabim on Shabbat, uh, that is uh, breaking Shabbat, uh, and you would get the death penalty for that. And on the way through, the arrow tears some silk uh, as it as it uh, moves from one end of the format to the others, uh, the other, you would be exempt uh, in in that situation uh, because uh, you'd you'd be liable. Uh, because the the picking up uh, of the arrow, i.e. the shooting of the arrow from the beginning of of the uh, melacha to the end of melacha, picking up and putting down, as we saw in Masechet Shabbat, uh, is like one long action, and therefore, as a result, uh, the fact is that uh, um, the the it, it's all part of one long action because the silk the the silk gets torn uh, before the the action gets completed. Uh, so to, uh, because uh, you lift it up in order to put it down, in other words, shooting the arrow is like considered uh, first lifting it up and then putting it down. It's all one long action. Uh, therefore, uh, the, the the arrow, because the arrow hadn't come yet to rest, uh, by putting it down, that's its rest, the final completion of the action. Uh, and uh, once you shot the arrow, uh, it, it continues. It's all one long action. And therefore, uh, that uh, it, it tears the, the silk in the process of, of uh, breaking of Shabbat, and therefore those two actions are simultaneous. So it's, it's sure to over here, uh, surely to over here, hachanami hagba, sorechachilahi. So so too, surely lifting uh, the fat up uh, would be hagba, uh, that would be uh, part of the action of eating it. And Rabbi Avin says you'd be exempt uh, for the arrow on Shabbat, so surely you would say uh, you'd be exempt for the fat, and that's why. Uh, for eating the fat because you have to pick it up in order to eat it so it's all one long action picking it up uh, is 
uh, like like uh, uh, part of part of eating it. So so surely we would say in that instance uh, you'd be exempt from payment. The Gemara says no. Hachiyashda, you can't compare the two cases. Uh, it says hatam In the arrow, putting it down is impossible uh, without lifting it. Okay, uh, if you just would put it something down uh, without uh, prior lifting, uh, the akira be, be, um, uh, without the is is uh, not. Uh, it's only half an action. Uh, whereas here in the in the in the case of uh, the eating the food, uh, you don't have to pick it up. Uh, it says because if you wanted you could bend down and eat the food uh, without actually lifting it up and putting it to his in, in putting it in his mouth uh, that that would be the one difference uh, uh, the other difference uh, could be hatam uh, if you want to uh, shoot the arrow uh, you couldn't take it back once you've shot it uh, you can't take it uh, there is a, a rashi I think in in in, in Shmot, uh, talking about I think it's at the um, at Shiratayam, uh, he says only Hashem uh, could shoot an arrow and then take it back, uh, whereas a, a p- person obviously can't do it. Okay, law However, But in the case of the fat, a person could uh, pick it up and then put it down, uh, and then uh, they, they wouldn't be in the same place, and he wouldn't have acquired it. There'd be no problem over there. So there are two differences uh, there between. Uh, the, the the case of uh, eating the the, the chaylev and also shooting the arrow. The Gemara says, "Ma'ika bein ha'lishna da ha'lishna." Uh, practically, what would be the difference between this uh, explanation and the other one? Uh, and the Gemara gives two answers. Ikebeno, uh, the two things. Hamavir. Ikebeno, the difference. Hamavir sakin brushut harabim. What happens if you're carrying a knife in uh, the public domain? Vakara shiraim bahalikato. As you are walking with the knife, uh, you go and you cut uh, silk. Uh, uh, as you as you're walking with the knife, uh, it stretches out, and then as you, as you're walking past something, uh, it, it tears it. On the one hand, uh, if you say the the carrying uh, is um, t- uh, t- two separate things, picking it up and putting it down, uh, so too uh, with the case of the knife, uh, you have to pick it up and you have to put it down, uh, and therefore it's one long action. Therefore, if you tear the silk. Uh, you would be exempt uh, from paying the damages because you haven't yet put the knife down. On the other hand, uh, on the other hand, it says uh, once you've uh, uh, taken the knife in your hand, uh, once you've started the action, it's impossible uh, to to uh, retract the action here. Uh, if you say you can't take back the arrow, that's why it's like one action. Uh, it says, uh, you could actually put the knife uh, down. So therefore, uh, lifting uh, does not inevitably result in putting it down. And therefore, the, the, according to this, action, according to this uh, you wouldn't be exempt uh, from the punishment uh, of paying back as well. You'd be at, you'd the death penalty for, for breaking Shabbat, and you'd also have to pay back the money. So that would be the practical difference uh, between these two explanations. Okay, well, uh, let's go back into that case. Each of uh, the Gomorrah here uh, kind of takes a case and then uh, brings brings one case to answer a thing, and then it drills down into that case in more detail. So that's going to be the whole Gomorrah that we're going to be keep on drilling down further and further into the case. Gufa, if you shoot this arrow from the beginning of Fuamot until the end of Fuamot, and it tears 
silk on the way through, uh, you would be exempt because uh, the, 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 the landing of the arrow uh, is necessary uh, for it to be a complete action. And, and the way you, when you shot it, you started the process, it's one long action. Matter Rav Bavi Bavai. So Rav Bavi Bavai argues against that. How can I have kiss? But Shabbat, what happens if you steal a purse on Shabbat? Chayv, you'd be liable. Um, uh, for for both uh, actions, uh, number one, uh, as we're going to see, um, carrying the purse out uh, into the Rishut Rabim, and uh, also, um, or, or carrying the purse out, uh, and and the other one is stealing because you acquired the purse. So uh, we're going to uh, see it, you know, exactly what, how, uh, etc. Uh, but now uh, you'd be liable. Uh, because uh, you already acquired the purse, I stole the purse uh, before you became liable for Shabbat uh, by moving it uh, into the, the, the public domain. Uh, you would get uh, um, stoned uh, for such behavior if you were warned beforehand. Okay, uh, so the Gomorrah answers, uh, you know, if it uh, because so the, the, that's two separate action. However, what happens if you dragged uh, the purse out, I, uh, so, and you only picked it up uh, as you walked into the Rishat Rabim, uh, then you would be exempt uh, because the breaking of, the sh- of, of Shabbat and the stealing happened at exactly the same time. Okay, and uh, and that would be it. So now the Gemara says, let's, uh, um, you know, it is it, that's Rav Beva by by. So he says uh, that uh, he says that is that so? It says Vamai Hachanami Leimakba Torechotahi. Surely, why would you be liable if you carried the purse? Maybe you'd say that lifting is part of carrying it out, uh, and therefore uh, the way you you know even why would you have to have the strange case of dragging it out? Uh, you would only say, listen, even if you picked it up, uh, it's part of uh, taking it out. Gomorrah says, okay, uh, we must, you, you could be right, but uh, we're dealing here in a special case. Uh, what case are we dealing with here? Uh, what happens is you picked it up in order to keep to hide it in that same place. You were maybe going to come out back for it later uh, and you were going to hide it in the same place. Uh, and then you changed your mind. Uh, I love, uh, and then you took it out. Uh, you carried it out and then uh, that lifting uh, was not part of uh, uh, you know the, the same action really as carrying it out because you really picked it up uh, and uh, and lifted it in order to hide it. Then later on you decide to carry it out. So therefore uh, it it breaks the action into two separate parts. Uh, and the Gemara says v'kichai gavna mi'chayv. Is that really true? If you pick something up with a different intention of taking it out. Amrav Simon Amar Rabbi Ami Amrav Yochanan in the name of. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan, ultimately, what happens if you are, are moving uh, your uh, um, articles from one corner of the house to another corner of the house, which you're perfectly allowed to do on Shabbat? Uh, and says, and then uh, instead of uh, deciding uh, to to put it down in the corner of your house, you take it outside. It says, Pato, you are exempt. Why should I Because the way you lifted it out. Lift it up in the beginning, your intention. Uh, it, what you have to complete what's known as Melechet Machshevet, uh, 
uh, <coughs> an action uh, which is uh, constructive and uh, and carried out. So here, what you did was you uh, uh, the, the way the when you lifted it, you didn't perform it for the for, for carrying it out uh, into the the public domain. And here, you change your mind. Uh, so your original lifting was not for the public domain. You carrying out was uh, to the public domain because you didn't in, intend to carry it out. You would not get uh, break be breaking Shabbat uh, in that regard. So the Gemara said, Lord Tamer, I'm not Latzniel. So therefore, don't say you lifted it in order to hide it. Really wanted to uh, lift it to carry it out, uh, and and still uh, that that uh, you would say. Therefore, your 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 final action is um, uh, cognitive. Uh, um, uh, this uh, makes it makes sense. It 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 uh, relates back to your first action, uh, and. Um, uh, is uh, and if, therefore you should be uh, uh, liable. It says, but uh, it's different to the case of shooting the arrow and stealing the the, the spurs are different. Why? No, what happens is uh, you were stopped in the courtyard uh, before you actually took it out. So you picked it up in order to take it out, and then you stopped. Uh, really, that is a break uh, of uh, the the uh, the action, and therefore uh, the initial uh, picking it up uh, is really for for stealing it and not the start of one long prohibited action okay because when you stopped uh, then you it, it was kind of a break in action and because there's a break uh, then we say it's a separate action altogether so picking it up uh, walking with it then you'd be liable for stealing it uh, whereas the only breaking of Shabbat happened because you stopped the Gemara says really uh, you know Ahmad uh, Lamai we have to differentiate in that case uh, we have to see uh, that uh, you know exactly why you stopped. Uh, or if it's just to adjust the load on your shoulder, let's say it's a it's a big sack of uh, of money uh, that you're doing, and you just want to adjust it on your shoulder. Uh, that is a normal way of walking out, and that wouldn't actually be a break in the long. Uh, um, uh, one long action of taking it out. Uh, so even if you would stop, uh, that's not considered a break in the action of taking out. It must be that you stopped in order to rest. Uh, once you stop in order to rest, that breaks the action. You picked it up uh, and then you uh, you carried it and then you stopped. And that's enough to make you liable for Shabbat. Aval uh, But if you only stopped in order to put the uh, to adjust it on your shoulder, uh, what would you say, Pater? You would say you'd be exempt in that situation. So the Gemara says, okay, well, if if you've come to this case, Adetani, hi, Magaraviyote, Magaraviyote. What was the case before that you said you were exempt because you never picked it up? You just dragged this purse out. Uh, so therefore, what should you have done instead of introducing that additional case? Nifalofenite. You should have actually taught uh, that distinction within the case itself. Uh, that would have been an easier thing to teach. Uh, when would we say such a thing? Uh, we should have taught it. Listen, if the guy was carrying the thing out, uh, as long as he uh, just uh, uh, stopped in order to adjust it on his shoulder, uh, he would be exempt uh, because it's like one more action. However, if he stopped to rest, uh, it would be liable. All right, so uh, the, you know, it should have taught it that way. Uh, therefore, the fact is that it never taught it that way. Uh, we have to change the explanation. Uh, so therefore, Ella, hi, Mani. Uh, so who is this uh, talking like Ben Azahi? It must be uh, the opinion of Ben Azah because Ben Azah says, uh, The person who walks uh, is like one who stops because basically, according to Ben Azah, uh, each step uh, is like a separate action uh, 
uh, and uh, every step you take, you, you take one step and then it's like picking it up and then putting it down, then picking it up and putting it down. And therefore, uh, the, the initial action of picking it up, the minute you walk more than one step, uh, it is... Um, uh, it's like you've stopped, uh, and 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 that's it. Aval zorek my, but you know what happens if you throw? Uh, so so maybe uh, uh, um, Ben Azai uh, would say, listen, you know why would you be liable? Because like you pick it up and then you put it down. So therefore, it's not long one long action according to Ben Azai. Uh, so th- then so that's why it's not it's a separate action. One is picking it up, stealing it, and the other one is uh, going out on Shabbat. Uh, but uh, the Gemara says, okay, in this situation, Aval. Uh, but if you would throw it, uh, you know what would you would you be patter uh, for that? Uh, because it's like the breaking of Shabbat and the throw um, uh, and um, by throwing the object uh, more than four more uh, that that would also be good. And also you haven't stolen it. Uh, I mean you've only stolen it once. You you picked it up to acquire it. So then again the same kind of thing applies. Niflok v'neiti b'diday. You should have uh, made that distinction in the case itself. amarim. When do we say that? a person uh, would be required to pay back and would be liable for Shabbat when he walks. Avazorek patur. If he threw the purse. Uh, uh, you would say he is exempt uh, for that. Um, it's, you know, if you throw it, you're exempt because carrying it out and, and stealing it are the, at the same time. Um, okay, so the Gemara answers actually, Makaraviyoti, Itchrikle. No, uh, that, that would be a good thing, uh, but uh, a good distinction. We could have taught it that way, uh, but we want to teach it specifically in this instance. Why Makaraviyoti, Itchrikle? Uh, because according to uh, but, um, uh, you would need to teach it for the following thing. Why uh, Why would you think uh, you know otherwise? Uh, you might think dragging uh, something is not a normal way of behaving, and uh, and if you drag a purse, that is an abnormal uh, <coughs> action on Shabbat. And as we saw uh, in Masechet um, Shabbat as well, uh, it's got to be done in a normal way for you to be liable. Uh, that it is uh, uh, dragging is considered a normal way of doing things. Uh, yeah. All right, so now, Vumai, uh, let's actually drill down into this case. And we say, listen, in which case uh, would we be saying such a thing? If it's a massive purse filled with gold coins, uh, uh, the only way to get it's very heavy. Uh, so the way to do it is uh, dragging it out. Uh, if it's a tiny little purse and you uh, kind of dragging this tiny little purse on the ground, you're kind of crouching over or, or, t- or taking, uh, um, you know, putting it on a, some form of like, uh, lead like a like you're walking a dog or something, and you're walking a purse. Love um, that's uh, abnormal behaviour uh, over here. So Ella, but it must be uh, an exactly right uh, size purse, so that uh, it's not abnormal uh, to drag it. You could pick it up. Uh, you could sometimes drag it. Uh, therefore, we have to teach you in this case uh, that you are liable for dragging it. So now. Gamora considers uh, another issue. Uh, exactly where did you drag it out to? Uh, we assumed the whole time that uh, we've, we, we pick it up and we steal it, and then uh, as soon as you take it outside, uh, you've broken Shabbat. But we drill down into that uh, part of it. Uh, exactly where did you take it out? If you took it out in Rushtarabim, uh, it would be Isu Shabbat Ika, Isu Geneva Laika. If you carried it out from a private domain to a public domain, uh, you'd be. Uh, 
breaking Shabbat, granted, however, uh, uh, but stealing, you wouldn't um, uh, be violating the issue of stealing. Why? Uh, because, uh, according to this opinion, you don't acquire something by putting it into Rosh Hashanah. You have to put it into an area which is yours. Uh, and the Rosh Hashanah does not belong to you. Uh, you, you, can, you can share in it a little bit, but you, it, it doesn't belong to you. So you haven't stolen anything, uh, at, uh, uh, you know, according to this understanding. E, and if you uh, pulled it out into another Roshoteyachid, uh, uh, you pull it out from his domain to your domain, uh, then you've definitely stolen it. However, Isu Shabbat, like, uh, but the breaking of Shabbat uh, that, that uh, you, you would not have done uh, in this thing, because, in this instance, because moving something from a private domain to another private domain is not breaking Shabbat. And the Gemara answers, Lord Tzrichel, Afke, Letzide, Roshoterabim. What do you do? Uh, you take it out uh, to the sides of the public domain okay it's an area uh, which is um uh, right outside a person's house uh, but they're kind of like stakes there uh, which, which people would put in the ground uh, so to stop uh, anyone uh, you know really going beyond doesn't uh, the, the, the small little stakes allows people uh, in there but it's just to kind of uh, demarcate an area which is kind of uh, semi-private what's known as a, a simta uh, okay and uh, the simta uh, and uh, it's, it's not a proper Mechitza um, uh, over there, uh, but it is just uh, uh, got these pegs in the ground, uh, stakes in the ground, and, and, and it just demarcates the area into a kind of uh, a private-ish domain, if you want to put it that way. Uh, and it says, but but according to who is this? Come on. If it's like Rebeliezer, opinion is that the sides of Rosh Hashanah are considered like the Rosh Hashanah. Again, we, if it's like the Rosh Hashanah, we repeat the question. Uh, you'd be breaking Shabbat, private domain to public domain problem, uh, but you wouldn't be breaking, uh, you wouldn't be stealing uh, over here because it's, uh, it, you, know, you, you, you can't acquire it in this public domain. Uh, and it's Ikarabban, and if it's like the rabbis, Damatid Rishutrabim, love Kushutrabim Damu. The rabbis say the sides of Rishutrabim are not considered Rishutrabim, it's Rishutrabim. Well, then it's the same question as we had before. Isuganova Ika, there is stealing because you've transferred it from your domain. His domain to your domain. However, it's uh, Shabbat Leka. If the, there's no problem uh, of breaking Shabbat because you have not carried it out for Motunusha Tarabim, it's still Rusha Tayachid. So the Gemara answers, Olam Karebidiezer. Really, it is like Rebidiezer, the first opinion. Vikiachama Rebidiezer. Tzidi Rusha Tarabim, Kusha Tarabim Tamu. When does Rebidiezer say the sides of Rusha Tarabim are like the Rusha Tarabim? Hanimili, Linian Kyuva de Shabbat. That's the for when. Uh, you are uh, breaking Shabbat. Uh, it says, uh, because uh, breaking Shabbat, uh, because there's sometimes uh, if there's a lot of traffic, it spills over into uh, that area. But if it's uh, for the purpose of acquiring uh, something, uh, people go in there, it's a bit quieter. Uh, it says, Kani, you have acquired it. Because people don't usually go there, so it's considered a private domain uh, for the purpose purpose of acquisition. People go there to think, uh, escape the the um, the, the habab of the uh, of the Rishut Arabim, etc. So people go there to think. So it is like a private domain in that instance. 
Okay, uh, that is, um, uh, that's one answer. Okay, uh, Rav Ashi Amar, uh, Rav Ashi gives another answer. He says, Gugun, Shitsiraif, Yado, Namata, Mishrasha, Avakablo, Kedarava. Really, what happens is, um, uh, it's where uh, you put it into Rushotarabim, uh, you can put it into Rushotarabim from another area, uh, and you take it, uh, and, you, and you put your hand uh, under three Tfachim uh, from the ground, and it says, and you put it in, uh, for, you know, you, you hand receives uh, the purse from your other hand. Kudarava, uh, like Rava, because uh, Amarava, uh, and we had this back in Masechet Shabbat, towards the very beginning of Masechet Shabbat, where we talked about uh, the, the first Mishnah in Masechet Shabbat, where uh, uh, the Ani is outside and the Balabite is inside, and he passes it over uh, from one place to the other. Uh, and we said, well, how, ca- how come it could be, you know, even if the uh, the Balabite uh, passes it uh, th- from the Rishut HaYachid into Rishut HaRabim, uh, still it's not in a, a, a an area of 4x4. Four four. And we said, no, Yado Shaladam, Chashuvar Lo, Ka'arbal Arba, that a person's hand is, is so significant to them uh, it is uh, it, it's uh, it, it's like an area of uh, four by four amot so it's like you've transferred it from one domain to the other okay um, uh, that that is uh, that answer Rav Acha taught uh, this whole uh, case as we just did above however Ravina Matni um, Ravina teaches it uh, differently no he takes it uh, with uh, regard to uh, taking it out into the public domain uh, and he says uh, if you take it out into the public domain you would also acquire it even though uh, it's not your um, uh, own um, own domain uh, it's still considered like you acquire it uh, the example uh, that one might uh, would give to understand this is really uh, trying to take something out of a supermarket if a person would take something out of his, out of a supermarket and would walk out with that without paying uh, then uh, it would be a big problem because uh, as you walk out uh, then you would be uh, liable for theft even though you haven't taken it into your own rishut uh, per se okay that is uh, so that's Ravina's view on that uh, and both of them are arguing uh, with the following Mishnah. Uh, it says, A person stealing an animal, uh, you, you're putting the animal uh, and uh, you're walking out, and it says, Your mate, Rishutabalim, and it dies. Animal dies before you've got a chance to steal it. Patu, uh, you are exempt uh, from paying it because you haven't yet acquired the animal, and therefore uh, it, it, it's uh, just the owner's bad luck in that instance. Uh, if you took it out, you picked it up, uh, and you took it out of Rishutarabim, uh, and then the animal dies, uh, mate, chayv, uh, you'd be liable uh, for that because you've acquired it. Okay, Ravina Daik Miresha, Rav Achin. Rav Acha Daik Misefa. Ravina, who says you would be liable, uh, he learns it out from the first um, part of the Mishnah, uh, and uh, Rav Acha learns what he says <coughs> from the second one. Uh, let's explain. Ravina Daik Marasha. Ravina learns it out from the first part of the Mishnah. Hi, Moshkov, Yotze, we made Bereshut Balim. He says you're pulling the animal and uh, and going out, and then it died uh, in uh, the, we made Bereshut Balim. It dies in the owner's um, uh, uh, domain. Uh, Pachi, you are exempt. Uh, and it says, uh, the reason is, Tama, the Mepreshut Balim, died in his, uh, the owner's domain. 
if you would have taken it out of the owner's domain, you'd be liable in that instance. Okay, Rav Acha Daik Misefa. Rav Acha learns it out from the Sefer of that Mishnah. He says, Nohigba, or Shiutso, Utsir, Dumia Dagba. He says, if you picked it up uh, or took it out, and uh, taking it out is like picking it up. In other words, that's the full acquisition. Maagba, Atiru Shute, picking it up is like acquiring it fully. Afuta, Nami, Atiru Shute. So, so too, uh, taking it out is where it has to come in to your own domain. And therefore, if it dies in anyone else's domain, then it's no good. Okay. Laravacha, Kasha, Reisha, Ravina, Kasha, Seifa. Both of them have to explain the inference from the other part. Ravacha, uh, the, the, the first part of the Mishnah is problematic. And Ravina, the last part of the Mishnah, is problematic. Uh, so we explain it. Reisha, Laravacha, Lo, Kasha. The beginning part of the Mishnah uh, is not problematic, according to Ravacha. How could he say, come at the law? Until it's come into your domain, it's called the owner's domain. And Sefer Le Ravina Lokasha, and Ravina could explain the Sefer as follows. No, again, uh, the last part, it would say taking it out the animal uh, is very similar to lifting it up. And we don't uh, say that. All right. And. Um, uh, that, that's what we say. Uh, we don't say taking it out is lifting it. All right, we just say that uh, uh, removing it is enough uh, for lifting it. All right, uh, that is uh, that. Uh, a good place to stop. Uh, uh, we could start with a new uh, section tomorrow. Uh, uh, so everyone should have a great day. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll pick up tomorrow.